What's up everyone, welcome back to Broadcast. I'm Andrik I'm Basil And I'm SK And today we are going to talk about DNC culture But before we head into that, I want to ask you guys, how have you been? I mean, uh, it's, it's, I mean, realistically, it has been like less than a week since we last met For the final episode of Loki Yeah, we, a lot of things have happened in the past week uh, We suddenly found ourselves on the, uh, on, in another lockdown Sort of <laughs> Shall not call it lockdown Yeah uh, I'm absolutely furious about that, but yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> stuff is out of our control. Uh, I think uh, we. I feel that we are being punished, even though we are following the rules. So I have yeah, yeah. kind of feel frustrated about that. I have different opinions about it, but I don't want to go into that. But basically, is let's just say that I'm quite furious about the fact that I mean, is is a simple thing that we try our best to follow what we can and a bunch of people just sabotage everyone's mm. hard work and I have a bit of some I mean I have some plans with my girlfriend this coming national day period but everything got affected because of that what so are you going to do renew your patriotism together <laughs> 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 and, and, and do you realise that you have basically just immortalised your relationship on the podcast <laughs> yeah he just did yeah yeah <laughs> Okay. I don't mind. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, in case of, in case you listeners don't know, the day that we are recording this episode is the first day. First day. Yeah. Are we on twenty second? Yes, yeah, we are. Day, yeah. It's the first day of the new restrictions kicking in once again. So we are back to, uh, phase two heightened alert. We have done the podcast episode about P two HA actually. Yes. And yes. yeah. And. I guess in a in a grim way we've come full circle. Oh, we are back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we, we are, are back doing there. another one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, okay, so so um, we are back in P2HA. I mean, let, let's just talk about it a little bit. Because of a new cluster in the KTV and the, fish Jurong, report, yeah. and the Jurong fish pot issue, mm. we are not going to go into that today. Mm. We might do it in the future, not sure. And sure. we can call that KTV culture. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are pseudo doing like a culture series, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but but I, I don't know, man. Should we bring in someone more qualified to talk about KTVs? Because I don't... I do not understand KTV culture at all. Neither do I. But yeah, but yeah, yeah I agree. We, we, we should bring in someone. Uh, so yeah, if you listeners want to hear about our thoughts on KTV culture, do let us know if you enjoy our culture series as well. So <laughs> that's great. Sure. Okay, so the main thing that we're going to talk about today is my topic. Is called, uh, I'm going to title it as DNC culture or bracket do not call culture or mm. call culture for short. Um, this, this, this idea came to me because, you know, uh, as you guys if you follow our podcast or our YouTube reaction series, you will know that we all have full-time jobs mm-hmm. and most of us are in the production line, yeah. maybe except for SK, because SK is uh, your tutor. Yeah, no, yeah, right? yeah. education so line, education line. So, but but he, he was formerly from it. Yeah, was yeah formerly you, from you used to be in the production line, so yeah. you do have production knowledge. Thus, we are called podcast. I haven't received any requests for us to change our names yet, so I, just, I, th- I think we will stick to podcast. Uh. No, it's, it's okay. I don't think anybody has copyrighted, copyrighted it, so yeah. we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I also haven't copyrighted it yet. La. <laughs> I, I don't think you can. At this point I don't think mm. you can but I don't think we yeah. need to because it's I not like we, we are I mean as of now we are non-profit so yeah, mm. well. so, so it's uh, we are not a commercial brand yet so we don't yep. have, to, have to for yep. now Yep. and there's no IP per se yeah true uh, yep. but yes yeah, so, so we all have our full-time jobs and then I don't know about about Bezel and SK but, but for me uh, when I do videography uh, I, I provide mm. vi- I provide videography services to my clients Right, so in the current trend, most of I would say a good eighty percent of the work that I do are property related. So my agents are majority. Uh, sorry, my clients are majority property agents, mm-hmm. and 
Uh, I deal with agents of different age range. You know, some some are you know from the golden era. Some some are in the fifties, sixties. Uh, some are in the thirties, forties, and some are young, like like early twenties. Maybe just passed the RES exam, mm. and I noticed that that everyone has a different way of communication. Which which I'm just saying specifically about my clients and me. Okay, mm. I've noticed that the younger generation prefer text, and they don't like to call. Whereas when the the higher you you go up in the age range of generations, they like to call. Uh, that might not necessarily be hundred percent true, because at, at the same time it also depends on the upbringing of the person and the people that they surround themselves with, mm. or yeah, like the environment. Ah. so I can have like a young thirties agent, uh, who is maybe a bit more of the Bing agent type. Then they are more used to calling because they don't like to text. Okay, mm. but uh, I feel that. Me as a service provider, and I also do sales, ma. Since I have to handle my clients, mm. I very often have to communicate with my clients a lot, be yeah. it from 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 the inquiry portion or from uh, asking about no, like, hey, how do we do a video, or when it comes to the editing or submission portion, there's a lot of communication all around in yeah. terms of everything we do. Mm. I'm sure you are the same. I'm sure you are the same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and. I find that as the years go by, especially since COVID hit and we are all encouraged to stay at home, we, we, we get significantly lesser jobs and things like that. More and more people, including myself, are becoming more recluse. Hmm. That's one way to look at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But another way to look at it is we finally have the time to think about what we want, what we like, what we don't like, and to give time to ourselves. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure you guys can, can can remember whatever industry you might be in prior to COVID, our lives are quite busy. It's quite packed. Uh, yeah, yeah we, that's true. We have been brought up in a in a society, and and a, and a and a sort of education that that you know we we center ourselves around work. That's why um, a lot of people see Singapore as a very hardworking country, and people are very hardworking. I mean, if you if you go to France right now, for them, five p.m. off work means off work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's just Singapore culture in general because, you know, we've been taught to, we've been taught that if you work hard, there will be a pot of gold waiting for you at the end mm. of it. Mm. So mm. that, since since independence, that's what the leaders at the time sold to our our parents mm. and their parents, you know, mm. and that's the culture that they have uh, brought us up with. Mm. So unlike. Unlike people like us who are, I would say, outliers, right? I think majority of the people in in our generation still subscribe to that same and that that same mindset. Mm. Yeah, if you work hard, then there will be a reward for waiting for you when you retire with your CPF and etc. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. But speaking of our generation, don't you think that we, that we, at least for the three of us, we are in a very unique uh, spot of in between generations. We are we are before like what's the gen before us? Uh, the gen before us would be the y. Gen Y. Gen Y, right? Yeah. That would be like maybe people who are slightly older than us, and we are in between Gen Y and Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. We are known yeah. as millennials technically. Yes. So I feel that we are in a very awkward, uh, f- awkward mm. generation, like sort of like stuck between a, a rock and a hard place, mm. where there is a combination of two types. Mm. Some of us are more traditional. Some of us are more new age. Yeah. Mm. Not that anything is wrong. Okay. Yeah. But 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 here's the point. Um, especially since COVID struck It has given a lot of us Especially I would say people in my generation Because I talk to a lot of my friends And we have developed new habits Definitely 
Yes. So like for example, just for me, I don't want to speak for anybody else. I find that having the time to myself during circuit breaker and and how uh, life slowly began again when phase one started last year, June, uh, I am more aware of the things that I like and I don't like, especially when it comes to communication. So in the past, even when a client texts me at 11, 12, 1 a.m., I will respond. Now, one year later, I'm at a point that you text me after 8, I will not respond to you. In fact, any of the contacts, of my contacts who listen to me, who, 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 who knows me, you know that if you WhatsApp me, you might receive an auto message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, yeah, I believe yeah. you guys have, yeah. have yeah, kena yeah, a few yeah, times yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, there are some people that even though, because I can't control who that automated, who the auto message gets sent to because it gets sent to everyone. Yeah. But there are some people that I will reply, some people that I will not reply. Mm-hmm. And that starts to make me become more of the person I am right now. So mm-hmm. I just jump straight into the topic right now. I mean after a bit of after a bit of prelude. Mm-hmm. Prelude. Prelude. Yeah, yeah, the last 10 minutes yeah. was all prelude. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So so a couple of days ago, I uh, don't no, sorry, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, I had this new client that that contacted me and said, Hey, I heard about you from from, from somebody else, you know, from word of mouth, yeah. and I heard that you they do videos quite well. I want you to do a video for me for this project that I'm working on. So uh, what are your charges like? So after all that, right? So we 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 went into the pre-planning phase. He called me every day at 11, 12 a.m. just to ask for something simple like what's the wardrobe? Or is the script ready? And things like that. And I started to get anxiety whenever I I hear my phone ring or I see it vibrate or I even see like somebody is calling. Because as as someone in the service line, I feel obligated to answer the call. Mm. But yet thinking about myself, putting myself first, my own mental well being first, I'm like, no. Because I want this time to myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's time that I have carved up to be with myself to do whatever the hell I want, even if I'm just laying there doing nothing. Yeah. But it's mm. my it's it's the time for my brain to rest. Mm. So whenever I saw him calling me and texting me, I get anxiety, especially when it's after work hours. Mm. And I and I start to develop this thing where I don't like to receive calls anymore. Mm. I would rather people text me because I'm sure at least for you, Basil, I'm sure you know that text is black and white. Yeah. Whenever a client asks you something or tells you something, it's always easier to leave it in text form because when, when this client say, hey, Basil, help me do something. And if they call you, you might be in the middle of something and you cannot get to it yep. immediately. Yep. Yeah. But you know that the earliest you can do it is maybe a couple hours from now. Yep. But if it's through a call, you can't remember. Correct. Mm. There is a chance Correct. that you can't remember. True. So I've always felt that text is better. And, and after, f- after going through all that, I'm even more like, hands down on it, you know? Um, so yeah, so I, I, I started to develop anxiety whenever I receive calls from anybody. Anybody. Even my girlfriend. Okay? For a period of time. Then after that, I was able to compartmentalize and if I see that the caller is my friend, I'm like, okay, that's fine because most likely th- th- this friend wouldn't like, it, it, it's not chasing me for stuff. Mm. Just asking, hey, Andrew, you're free now. Let's go for lunch. Let's go for dinner. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so there was just this, this one night where this particular client called me at 12-ish a.m. and I got a bit triggered. I got pissy about it. 
So I actually went onto Instagram and I posted a story. I I mean I'm 31 this year. I, I I've honestly I've honestly passed the phase where I rant on social media. But this one I just couldn't control because I needed to to relieve myself in some way. Mm-hmm. So on Instagram, my exact post was I think you guys saw it was calling me without a prior text is like entering my home without knocking. It's rude and it's unwelcome. Mm. So Back to the whole call texting, I started to develop like my own uh, internal rules and laws, like what I think should be the standard procedure or SOP. You know, like before you enter someone's house, you won't just open a door. You will at least knock first. Yeah. Yep. Right. Or or if you want to call someone, I think it's polite to at least text a person, hey, I need to check something with you real quick, mm. urgently. And it's easier for me to communicate to you via a call. Can I call you? Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's polite. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But of course, not everyone subscribes to this notion. Mm. So I don't blame my client for not knowing that. Just that I, at that point in time, I wasn't able to handle it emotionally. So I went to post this, and I actually had some replies like almost instantly. Um, I'll I'll read some to you. So some 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 replies were on my side. Like yes, I I can't stand it too. I prefer text. Sorry, and some replies were, "Ha, huh, why?" So after going through and reading and replying to some of the replies, there were a few that stood out that I wanna bring up to you guys. So one of the replies was from a fellow client of mine. Okay, uh, his and and his reply is why I wanna do this episode. Mm-hmm. He said, "Really, bro? Agents always call eh." Then I'm like, haha, yeah, I know. But some agents uh, will still text me a free-to-talk message first and I think that's quite nice. Mm. So th- some of them will still ask me, are you free? Mm-hmm. But some of them will just call you. Yeah. Mm. Right? Then uh, this is what he replied and it scared the bones out right out of me. He said, cannot lah. The lead will kill off loud like that. Must spring them like a trap. And this guy wow. is a new agent. Spring He's a rookie like a agent. Exactly. So that scared me because he's a new agent and he's been educated yeah, that I way. I smell brainwashing. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. now you understand why I want to do yeah. this episode. Yeah. Because, because as a relatively new agent, okay, mm. be it you're an agent or telemarketer or in the bank or insurance agent or someone just doing sales, cold calling is a normal part of life. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. But if you've been educated in the way that you have to spring your clients like a trap, Using his words, huh? I think it's very scary. What are your thoughts? Uh, I I don't I don't know whether this exactly falls into the DNC topic, lah. But it my, will, it will. My, okay, my thoughts on it is I feel like, uh, yeah. I I mean, there's some there's definitely some brainwashing involved. It it feels like the the kind where you go to a, some sort of like an investment seminar and then you suddenly get people start cheering about numbers and all that you know it, it just feels yeah, very yeah, cottish yeah, yeah. to me it feels like a uh, very hive mind kind of thing mm. yeah i work in for a short while uh in the property industry uh i was met well, i was supposed to be a telemarketer but was sort of uh i would say groom a little bit to become a property agent which i back out i didn't get the i didn't complete the res test that time so um my experience is yeah it is what they have been like what you said the calling part because uh what has been okay even though it's already t- more than 10 years ago during all this thing that happened 
the reaction is never ever text because why you want immediate response you want immediate reaction and most importantly you want you you need to treat everything like agents like there's a sense of urgency strike while the iron is hot yeah strike while the iron is hot so you have time waits yeah. for no man yeah something along you know, the lines so like all this crap yeah. like that yeah so it, it drilled <laughs> on to that even when i'm cold calling i'm recording not every information from there mm. when they call they have to also act fast mm. and they only they don't basically what they are expecting is no messaging should be involved because uh you will not have that sense of urgency mm. you should always make sure that everything needs to be contacted verbally so that you know i can hear what you're thinking of you can hear what i'm trying mm. to get across so that i didn't expect after 10 over years this is still mm. something that has been mm. you know i wouldn't use the brainwash but it's still emphasized mm. up until now so i can understand why where you're coming from where you know the constant calling comes in because when i was at that point of time, I sort of got into the idea that calling creates sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. That that's also imbued. It, in it you makes now. it feel important, lah. Yeah, it makes it feel important. So yeah, yeah, and and the caller will also feel important. Felt important. I mean, will also yeah, feel important. It's, it's, that, yeah, it's the caller who needs to feel that sense of importance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is what sometimes I face from clients. Like, like honestly, I have stupid calls after mm-hmm. a certain time yeah, as yeah, well, yeah. and they're asking me stupid things like, uh. The shoot next week, the timing confirmed already. Ma. I mean, like, hello, it's not tomorrow, it's next week. Eh. Can you, like, call me during office hours? Mm. Yeah. yeah, you know, that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, but I, I guess they just wanted to feel important. Mm. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. That's from the point of view of, of a client who is already working with you. Uh, what scared me about that text message mm-hmm. is that agent is proposing that, that it's 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 on a cold call situation. So let's say new 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 salespeople are trying to hunt for new clients. Yeah. So I, I understand how the cold call concept works. Yes. And to some degree, I agree. It mm. might have worked yes. ten years ago, but I think we are in a new age now where maybe we can relook into this. Uh, I'm not saying that, that that I expect cold call culture to be out completely, mm. but may but maybe there should be some sort of a gateway. Um, I'll get into that a bit later, or at the very least, maybe. Uh, new salespeople can be educated differently. Okay, because it's a very specific choice of words to say must bring them like a trap. It's a very specific choice of words. Mm. And and I only see that he has been educated this way. His trainer or his mentor probably used the exact same words like him and thus he thinks that, oh, that's that's how the industry works. Mm. And yes, Benzo, you are very, very right. Uh, that that it is the caller that feels more important. Yes. Mm. But here's the thing. As a salesperson who is possibly hunting for new leads, mm. is it important to the person on the other end of the call? No. no. Are you respecting his or her privacy or time? They they to be honest, they don't care about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll give it an so example. So then how effective is that gonna no. be? Okay, I'll give an example of what I experienced is yeah. still haunts me to the not haunts but I still remember this. Um because when I was doing my cold calling at that point of time, right, I mm. was doing at the wee hours uh during the period of time when I was doing cold calling. So it was usually after work. And when I called the amount of uh people who responded positively is really a few. Mm. 
And see out of out of out of a ratio of ten. Ten usually you can you'll be lucky if you get four positive response. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. Realistically, out of ten callers, out of ten cold calls, how many of the ten would react to you positively and give you the entire time that you asked for? Two, max. Conversion. Uh, conversion. Okay, let's not talk about conversion because that's another. That's another thing. Why so not? Why not talk about conversion? Conversion. I can have two positive calls, but none can be converted. So there the you conversion go. rate is zero to one, lah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, um. I remember I got this very weird uh this this call and it's not weird but it's it's a Caucasian who responded to me and um he oh I remember he he gave me this but he was a long of line on this. Mm. So when I gave my usual uh you know questions or speech that basically I've been trained to 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 use mm-hmm. before I can even finish a single thing, that guy said, You don't call anyone on this fucking hour in this fucking number and expect someone to be fucking nice to you. Mm. I'm so sorry about that, but seriously, shut the fuck up and hang up. What what time was it? I think it was uh nine plus. No, no, uh, <laughs> because I have to call all the way PM? to ten. I have to call all the wow. way to ten. So Shit. yeah, and I remember it was early. It was more towards the you know the nine oh five nine oh ten that kind of right. timing. So uh, I I vividly remember like this. This is actually one of those, but this was the worst. That I had uh, during my time when I was doing cold calling, and I can tell you one thing is, when I brought this up to my bosses, the response were, "Oh, okay, mm. it's okay. This is how of calls we have gotten used to already." So mm. it, it led to me like, you know, oh, okay. So that is the that's the one thing that apparently that I need to get used to. So if you say that the young Asian is using that mentality yeah because I mean, yeah. we have been drilled that rejection is part of life and this kind of hostile call is just nothing I mean it's the same thing right like uh, coming back to what we spoke earlier about hard work mm. to them they think if you make 1000 calls and you get maybe 10 then then you've, you've put in your work mm-hmm. you know yeah. but I find it very incredibly unproductive Mm, yeah. I agree. <laughs> it is. It is. I think maybe for people like me and you, especially whom are still in production, efficiency uh, uh, is is important. Quality yeah. of work is important. Yeah. So if one day I were to ever start doing cold calling, I would rather uh, make ten quality calls and get eight yeah. quality co- leads yeah. than make one thousand uh, haphazard calls and get yeah. t- and get yeah. ten subpar but leads. Okay, let, let me ask you: Have you yeah. ever cold call or cold email any? Clients before potential. Yes. Uh not call, email, yes. WhatsApp, yeah. yes. And even yeah. on my end, when I WhatsApp people during working hours, I get negative reactions as well. Of course, of mm. course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean I mean it'll be a kind like like it'll be considered kind if they just ignore you, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, I've but never had an email before. Mm. Uh I think this was a few years ago when Mm. Uh, business wasn't very good, mm. Mm. so started to call email. I uh, just email, email, email. Mm. I, I, I had a, a sorry, but no. Wow, that one very. <laughs> no, but you see, here's the thing, though. Mm. If you choose to call email or call message, you give that person an option. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you don't put that person, you person, <laughs> you don't put that person in a committed time frame with you. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. like like that person has to whatever he or she is doing put down their stuff and just focus on you yeah. you, you yeah. don't give yeah. that per- uh, you, yeah. you, you give the person the, the, 
the choice to reply to you at his or her own time. Yeah. If they do, great. If they don't, yeah. at least they don't feel negatively about yeah. you. I mean, even you know, I believe you guys are the same. You also receive random SMS. Hey, want to bet on soccer? Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but you don't feel that pressure because it's a text form. Yeah. You you have the choice to read it when you're free. You have the choice to respond if you are interested. Yeah. Like I normally respond to those messages. Eh? Like I will just like you say one bet on soccer. Yeah, say you bro, will throw them lah. Say bro, let's meet at Bedok Police Station. <laughs> yeah, you will respond. <laughs> no lah, never. Yeah, I I I think there's a that's where your I I I can speak on that rationale. Why is it that they prefer cold calling as compared to doing all this cold emailing? It's because of that reaction that you just mm. said. Mm. Uh like I said, property agents they want immediate reactions, so. To them, they don't want to. They 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 have two mindsets here. One is they don't want to make themselves sound like uh they don't want to make themselves sound like they are just here to scam. That's one, which is a bit crazy. I know. Mm. That's what they have been constantly saying that you know if you send SMS like the traditional way like you send SMS you send email all these things they will be treated like scam, so people ignore your messages. So that's where the second portion comes in. I force you. I am forcing you. Or basically, is to use a very aggressive way to force you to stop what you're doing to listen to. And me. it's also faster than emailing. Yeah. It's also that's the reason. So it, it forced so people to react. I, I, I suppose they have a list of leads, right? Mm. And the fastest way to plow through all the leads is really just to call. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Because in a sick way, they are hungry. Mm. Yeah. Um, they have to because the number of agents out there... I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean not, don't even say property agents. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been in a situation before where, uh, you know, Business wasn't very good. Same mm. situation, yeah. and and and, uh, and then and then uh, I've been asked how many times I I emailed a new person, mm. and then uh the I I just say I don't do cold emailing, and the immediate response was, uh I don't think you're working hard enough, mm. you know. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I get stuff like that all the time, mm. like uh, but I don't think cold emailing is very effective to be honest, yeah. I don't do any. I don't think so. Any cold calling. I don't think cold calling is effective either. No, none of them are. I I get. I do get random calls like like, let's say maybe bank loan or not 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 just bank, bank loan or or whatever or man selling IT or whatever shit. Yeah. asking me to do websites. I yeah. I do get like random calls, and uh from from some guy saying that I said okay, like we spoke three months ago, four months ago, and I said it's okay for them to call me now. Then I'm like thinking, when the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know all these kind of stupid tactics that they they just tell you to confuse you and waste your time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I will lump all this under co-lead hunting, which yeah. again, I'm I'm at this point, even though I'm the one bringing up this topic, I'm not saying that cold calling or spring them like a trap, is is wrong. Just personally, with my character, I don't agree with it. In fact, I think if let's say today somebody was to trying to push me a product, be it insurance or even a new equipment or something. I will respond to it better if I'm not being put in a committed time frame of conversation with mm. this person. You if don't you don't want to feel pressured yeah. to yeah. respond la. Yeah. Yeah. So like like I would appreciate the time given to me or granted to me to to analyze your email, analyze your text, uh, go and do a bit of research before I choose to respond to you if I am interested. Because at least you give, I just think it's about personal space mm. and I think it's more respectful if you can do that. Yeah. I, I don't think I've come across anyone that has said, oh yeah, I love receiving cold calls. Mm. 
No. No, nobody. No. Nobody will nobody say that. Yeah, I, so, I doubt so, it. So if if nobody is saying that, why is it still going on? Why why would they think that is effective? Because like you said, okay, say say a a, a agent has a list to plow through. Let's say this this agent has a uh, 100 numbers. We we live in the modern world. There are technologies in place. Even WhatsApp, you can choose to broadcast message. You can just save all these numbers in your phone or in your laptop or whatever. Type out message once and broadcast to everyone. That that's what I did for my business once. Uh, it was also a time where I wasn't doing very well and I was trying to come up with a new package. And instead of calling one by one, I I took some time to craft a a very salesy message. Uh, Hello, dear agents. Uh, I'm Andrew from where and where and where, and I have this new video package at how much? Contact me if you want now. And in a matter of maybe thirty minutes, I plowed through two hundred contacts. Even if you were to call, realistically, if you have to plow through two hundred contacts, how long would it take? An hour, hour and a half? Three hours. I did that. I did it in thirty minutes, and I didn't put any of them in a in a in a committed time frame. They had the choice to respond to me or not. They had the choice to read it at their own leisure. But the and, and I found that it was more effective. Well, actually. it's definitely more effective that way. But you see, the 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 argument on the other side of the coin would be, uh, you still got to wait for the response. Mm. So yeah. mm. your thirty minutes could become one week. Yes. When if you're waiting for the response, or could even be never. So for them, the idea is simple. Once this guy never pick up or never. What we cross it off the list. Yes, that's that's whole yeah. idea. So we pretty much just uh, in fact, cold calling is actually just a lead generator. It's not even a lead to begin with. Uh, yeah, it's not a lead. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lead. So it's 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 basically just generating yeah, lead, possible lead hunting lah. Yeah, it's just lead hunting. So it it there's that there's that mindset again. I, I think I'm one of those people right now that my mindset has always uh, I have changed. Like I used to be that believe that had that mindset. I even brought up to Basil years ago when we started. Uh, don't go share pictures. Mm-hmm. How about we just do cold calling? Mm, yeah, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, and he refuse at the time. I and refuse. Yeah, and and as as I go as time goes by, I realize this is one of the useless idea to do to to generate any lead. I refuse. And yeah. Yeah. In fact, I can I I I honestly say that I can use that same amount of money to buy. You need to buy those numbers actually. Mm. I can use that amount of money that I bought for those numbers. I can just put it inside an advertisement on Facebook. I can generate that. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I can yep. generate even more leads yep. as compared to you know. I'm try to has I try to harass harass people. Harass to, might be too strong a yeah, word lah. Okay, or to call people. Yeah. Uh, and and or even to send an email, in hopes that there will be a lead that is generated because mm. at the end of the day, you still have to understand that leads are just leads. Mm. They will not be converted. You also need to consider that there will be a lot of conversion rates that will, or a lot of things that needs to consider in terms of conversion rates, and many of these lead might not even convert at the end of the day. So that is that idea or that 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 if you waste this amount of time, spend this amount of money, and you only get this little lead that later on it will only be that few that converted, mm. it's pointless. Mm. Yeah, mm. I get why properties still do it, but at the same time. Uh, they have to find another way. In my opinion, because too many agents are doing too many of these cold calling. And exactly, that was yeah. the next point I want to bring up. Because yeah. you see, uh, no matter what, uh, in a country like Singapore, let's not talk about other countries. In a country like Singapore, there is a finite amount of people. Yep. yep. Yes. Yep. Right. And 
Yet the number of salespeople, not just property agents, are constantly growing every day. Yep. There are more. There are more and more people joining the financial industry. More and more people are. Uh, that join the insurance industry, the property oh. industry, any industry that does yeah. sales, yeah. Yes. right? So, the same person, the same random civilian, could have gotten the same call for the same product from five different people yep. on the same day itself. Yep. So, yes. So, I feel if anything, what will make you stand out is if you are able to instead of calling, send a text, send up. You know, even if it's hard sales, send a hard sales looking text or email, but you craft your pitch. Mm. Nicely, maybe yeah. more accustomed. Yes, uh, that might actually set you aside, set you apart from the four other people who called this morning, right? So, so when I did my 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 cold texting uh, back then to try and garner more business, I know what I actually did. I actually went around HDB blocks just to collect all the property agent flyers. Mm. Yes, and I saved her numbers. That's how I got my leads. Nice, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And yes. instead of broadcasting, right? So I I did craft like a message. Like mm. uh, the like the body is the same, but I always make sure that whenever I text someone, it's hi, Kenny or hi Karen or hi yeah. Joseph. Mm. I make sure that at least at the very start, it's customized and yeah. it's not like yeah. some yeah, yeah, yeah. some yeah. some autobot. Yeah, yes, yes, autobot. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> 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 well, okay. At least, mm. at least, at least you weren't uh, cheating or decepting anybody. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but, god! But but yes. So so through through my findings, I mean, I have personally never tried cold calling, so I cannot give my opinion from that side of the playing field. Mm. But through my findings, that even by putting in a little bit more effort in just changing the name before you send to that particular person, it garners um a little bit more credibility, and more people will actually respond. Oh no, thank you. I don't need it right mm. now because they know that when they receive that text, they mm. are it's being addressed to them directly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, one other thing that I want to bring up is it that is sort of relative to this topic mm-hmm. is while we we're talking about it, I actually recall this incident that I saw a few months ago. Yeah, you, you've heard of Sharon Ao. Sharon Ao, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sharon Oh is no longer in Singapore, no, no longer she's in Media Corp. She's, she's in French. She's in France, not French. She's in France. Uh, France. And, 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 and she joined <laughs> a, a French company. Yeah. And an article about her that, that, I, that I released maybe two yeah, years yeah, ago basically said that she sent a work email to her colleagues. Her colleagues are people that she sees every yeah, day yeah, uh, yeah, at yeah. 8 pm. Next day, right? they reported her to HR. They filed a complaint, yeah. 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 So. so I, I don't really know what's the direction I'm driving yet. I just feel that it's a, it's a topic that I want to bring up to you boys and, and, and we can talk about it. But but as the times move on, now we're in the year 2021, yeah. 10 more years from now, how would communications be like? What, what is the expectation of sales and and leads and and most importantly, people on the receiving end of it? Right? Should we move along with the times? And use better, efficient, less intrusive ways of communication, mm. or is the old ways, the traditional ways, there for a reason and effective for a reason? I I don't know how effective the traditional ways are, but I think a lot of it also boils down to the fact that we as Singaporeans generally, as a whole, mm. we don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. for sure, and that's why it's easier to call a number, strike it off a list, as opposed to crafting something that's personalized and that has thought put into it. Mm. Yeah, we we first we don't know how to communicate. Number two, 
we we think about ourselves. We first. think about ourselves yes. because we think, yes. oh, I don't want to, I don't want waste my time on this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If it's not, if nothing is going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So these are the two things that I think uh, still contribute to this uh, 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 this culture happening, lah. Mm. And I think it's gonna take uh, it's gonna take a lot to change it. Because you see, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me, you know. As a salesperson, you want to get a lead, so you are you want to sell this person something, a product that will help this person essentially. Yeah. So you should have this person's interest at heart. But from the very get go, right off the gate, you are already doing something that is suited to your interest yeah. instead the, of they're mine. Planning for the commission and so 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 as as the person on the receiving end, why should I entertain you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They they want to do. Less the the least work with the the most reward, ma. Mm. Yeah. So they don't want to put in so much effort if the if uh, whoever they are trying to uh, convert into a lead is not biting. I'm on the contrary. Cold calling it takes a lot of effort. I I would genuinely say that being doing that for two years at that point of time, it was torture. It was really a torture, and trust me, it's not a, it's not a good experience at all. But I would Okay maybe because I'm such a historical geek That sometimes I know why Historical geek? Yeah, I mean oh, history geek, okay, history, okay. Yeah, history geek that ah, I know okay, why Okay 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 Like okay Cold calling back then You know in you talking about 80s and 90s Yeah sure it's is it's good idea Because you are exposed You know A lot of the products Are not exposed out Into commercials We need to continue Yeah okay Just go lah Yeah uh, A lot of this News, uh, basically, like when the only way you can get through someone is basically you can try to call someone to get them to know about certain products because by the time they know it, it's already too late. If it's already out in the open, so people had that. You you, you yeah. finish first. You finish. Yeah, people had that kind of a mindset that you know, oh, there's a sense of urgency. You need to know this product soon and fast. We are at a stage whereby anything that we know or see, basically, we immediately know it in in the inter- on the internet already. Mm. So. It is pointless to continue cold calling because I probably know more, or I probably knew it earlier than even the people who cold call me, mm. or I even know more than them. So it led to a point that you are trying to sell me something which probably I really know I'm not interested. Mm. So that is my mindset that I would rather spend those time marketing it elsewhere. At the end of the day, cold calling is nothing more than just a marketing tool. Mm. So That's my opinion But I'll probably Say that For Any Property Agents The idea that they are Still drilling is Rejection You need to learn how to be rejected You need to learn how to get Negative reactions To To Get yourself Persevered towards You know Getting the one lead Or that one conversion That can Bring you a better bring you a better life or bring you a good sales and from there you will know how to I would say personalize the way that you speak to the people mm. and most importantly is that is hard work to them so so there is a reason why I, I set up the prelude yes. before I went into it mm. times are changing Yeah, we are moving forward even as people our characters are also evolving uh, depending on This episode is not sponsored by Coca-Cola <laughs> 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 I, 
Oh dear. Coca Cola. It can be heard, lah. <laughs> I actually told that you to open it next to the mic and <laughs> make that gag joke. But anyway, okay, okay, okay. So, so back to what I was saying. There is a reason why I set up that preload because times are changing. We are evolving right now. Um, because of this pandemic, we are evolving even faster to 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 different types of people with different types of characteristics. Yeah. Ten years from now, there might be something else that happens that make that changes people's the the general the general general population's characters again. Mm. Uh. Like I said, because of this, at least for me, it has made me a bit more recluse. It's made me a bit that I treasure my personal time now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if if it's the case for me, who's to say it's not the case for many other people out there? Yeah. So that's my point of the prelude. Times are changing. People are changing. Methods need to change as well. Mm. That's why I set up the prelude because yeah. I think that while it's still not wrong to 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 subscribe to the the traditional uh, idea or notion of cold calling springing people like a trap you you will need to face the 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 facts that one day don't know when your methods have to change or you have to be open to change okay and i think that is an interesting dialogue to have uh, maybe in the future, yeah. uh, if we can ever invite like a salesperson into our our podcast yeah. and to ask them what they think of yeah. of of the changing times. Yeah. I don't know if I can honestly say this. Okay, one more point to just to point it out. Mm. There isn't that many property agents. No lah, don't have to use, don't, don't have to keep using property agents. Okay, okay. Just I mean, salespeople in general. Yeah, okay, salespeople. There's running sales. Uh, is one thing, but. There was a time where people go door to door just to knock on the door to doors. And they are still doing that. Yeah, they're still doing that. And the thing is, there's also that mindset that I think a lot of salespeople are needs to keep in to to know is there wasn't a lot of people doing sales at, in the earlier days, and now everyone around you can turn around your head and you likely have one guy who knows who needs to run sales for regardless of whatever companies that they are working with. So it's like trying to hit water on a boat. Yeah. And and yeah. and yeah, and and I think that one thing that is is concerning is not a lot of people try to think innovatively or think out of box in terms of trying to get sales. That is, mm. there's a lot of these are passed down by people in the past because it worked back then, and they still think that it works now. But no one actually look like what you said. No one actually look into the fact that it's not looking. It's not working. At this current, they age. don't consider. They don't consider other people's feelings anymore. Yeah. Uh, not not anymore. Uh, they don't consider the feelings of the person on the receiving end. They don't. They <laughs> they are conditioned not to. Is 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 interesting. Yeah, you are right. You are hundred percent right. It's interesting that you mentioned that they used to do door knock. Dude, even before door knock, okay, in the fifties, sixties. Uh, I, I, I don't know when was the phone created. I'm not too sure. Uh, 1938, but Alexander Graham Bell. Whoa. Whoa. I think so. <laughs> okay. But in the era of time where where phones were not in everyone's homes. Could be earlier. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the era of time, even in Singapore, I would dare say in the 50s or in the 40s, not everybody has a home in, uh, phone in their home. Yeah. yeah. And even if they had, it's at most a landline. Yes. Right? How did people who run their own businesses, you know, like those mama shop or what, or... Or, or hardware shop get get the word out posters law yeah but you see that's a very non-committal thing you leave it there anybody sees it reads it if they're interested to buy things from you they will go to your shop yeah they will they will patronize you yeah in the modern age leaving a poster on the wall is the equivalent to posting an ad on Facebook yeah 
Right, it's very non-committal. Yes. Correct. You see it, fine. You like it, you you click into it, lah. Mm. It's, it's as simple as that. That's why I don't understand why in the current year, in the current era, in the current century, mm. is cold calling still a thing. I mean, I'm sh- uh, I'm aware that that that, that, that you all have explained already, but yeah. I still disagree with this um this method of sales in the current time. It is not uh, it doesn't work but again um i still it boils down to like it's like we said mm. the people before them told them that this works and then after mm. that he, he, he. they are probably educated that way by the mentors so say for the dog i know for a fact that my property agents aside from cold calling they have this exercise this group exercise uh, where like maybe uh, after working hours 7, 8 p.m. where people are supposedly at home already they go from HDB block to HDB block go and door knock and hi I'm an agent from this company and uh, I'm going to pass you my name card or my flyer uh, if you're ever looking to sell or buy a house or uh, you know so at the same time I understand uh, why they are doing that mm. but if I was on the receiving end I wouldn't be too friendly because mm. I I'm sure even right now you also experience that in your own homes. Yep, yep. They, 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 before the pandemic, they even went to re- revitalize one of the most annoying marketing techniques ever by having Stanley's and stay on the street and try to, you know, yeah, yeah, show, yeah. share. Yeah. No, I have something for you just to entice people to come and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah even, yeah. It yeah. Wasn't yeah. Because Would you like a power bank? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's the beauty of COVID. You don't see that now anymore. Yes. You yeah. don't see. You can yes. happily walk past train stations without getting stopped. Yes. And, yes, and yes. I really appreciate that. And um, I've actually heard before, right? Like, I've actually followed this group of agents who hired me mm. to follow them for two hours to shoot their door knocking event. And Ooh. and I've actually and in their group, right, there are experienced agents and there are rookie agents. Mm. And when they get their doors shut in their face, which is totally expected, their mentors teach them that it's okay, it's good. This would train you to be more thick skin. Yes. You want to do sales must be more thick skin. Yes. And I think that's as what Basil said. It's a form of brainwashing. It it's makes them feel that 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 this is how sales is done. How to say, uh, yeah. Whereas so there are many other avenues that you can do sales. How to say, uh, it's in in a way. I I feel like like uh, a lot of things in Singapore mm. Mm. subscribe to this rite of passage kind of idea. Mm. Like when you enter something, like for example, you enter school, you enter a job, or you enter your national service. You are supposed to go through a checklist of A to Z items yeah, yeah. before you are considered one of us. Yes. You know, so that's probably something along the lines of that. La. Like they or more of the fact that since it's not just, I, I will put it this way, it's not just uh, that kind of messaging, right? Even if you listen to most of the people who are doing sales speeches or probably speaking about sales, they always tell you this, you need to learn how to handle rejection well. So that was the so-called thick skin part. Mm. So they force you to, oh, uh, you need to make sure that you need to know how to handle rejection well so that you can, you know, uh, a, either persevere or B, think of ways to make sure that you can actually get the people or convince or persuade the people that you are trying to to get sales from. So that led to that nature that, you will see this type of mindset happening that they force you to be thick skin and like hmm. I mentioned 
they it forced them to really no longer consider the other the right. other party's feeling Great. and Great. it actually boils and, and it actually led to the real life or uh, that their actually their own pri- private life also. If mm. you notice that majority of the salespeople they don't really in their real life care about other people's feeling at times. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. Previously, you s- you mentioned about the uh the rejection and then the thick skin, right? Yeah. You made a very good point because uh I feel like the core message is not wrong. Yes. Like mm-hmm. okay, the core lesson is not wrong. Mm. This you have to learn to do with rejection. That is not wrong. Yes. Mm. Okay. That is part of life. Yeah. It's definitely. But the rationale for the the rationale and the the uh, learning outcome is wrong. Yes. Yeah. Like you learn to deal with re- rejection so that you can be more thick skinned. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you and know? then I I told you that I followed that group to shoot, right? So yeah. like to document it and then to make it into like a marketing video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I learned at the end? To them, what really mattered to them at the end of the night, right? Was taking photos of each other, hiring a professional to do a video of them just so that they can they can show off on social media that hey, we are doing work. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Which ties into exactly what, what he just said. What, yeah. what SK said, though. Yeah, what mm. he just said. Yeah. Yeah. So then, <laughs> then that, that's where I, 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 <laughs> I don't understand. It's a whole culture, a whole rite of passage kind of thing. Yeah. DNC culture. Yeah. It's a whole <laughs> damn thing. It's, yes. 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 It's an institution that you can't break down easily. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have, I I have no intention to break it down easily. That's not why I'm doing this. But I'm just um hoping that by doing this we can at least start a dialogue. Hopefully, if any salespeople were to listen to this, you are hearing it from the other side, from the receiving end of your phone calls. Yes. The the people who go through it five, six, seven times a day, receiving yeah. random calls from random people trying to push us products. How yeah. we feel about it and how we think that that it can be improved based on the times that we are going ahead. I mean, of course, you as a caller, you won't know the other person on the receiving end. Is he an introvert? Correct. Is he an extrovert? You won't know. Correct. But try exploring other avenues. Correct. You are in the modern world with advanced te- with advanced technology. Use that. Don't don't just keep um, using the old traditional ways. There are there is a reason why your mentors teaching you all those are of a certain age. Because that's all they're used to. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I think in order to trigger this kind of uh, development, you have to sell it to them in a different way. Mm. Yeah. You have to tell them why this way doesn't work. Uh, not why this way doesn't work, but why this other way is better. There's a reason. Because yeah. the more you tell them it doesn't work, yeah. the more defensive they will be. Yes, yes. I think it's not about telling them them why it doesn't work or why it's better. It's to let them know that it's not the only way. Yeah. There are other mm. ways okay. yeah. to okay. to approach sales. There are mo- there are more less intrusive ways or less uh, yeah, you know, just less intrusive ways to 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 approach someone completely out of the blue. Mm. Okay, I I I personally okay, this one probably have to point out to property also because as I mentioned my time as mm. a co-caller, I mean as a market telemarketer mm. in ERA back then. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, oh. yeah. And you you w- should tell me off, cam- uh, off, off camera later, who was your boss? I might know that person. Okay. Anyway, uh, go, go, go. I, I, I hope I still remember that name. I, I uh, please, please don't share it on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode right Okay. Now. Uh, anyway, I, I still remember vividly that I was sitting in the office and right in front of me was that top 500 
<laughs> you know the top 500 real estate agents yeah. award where you have the bunch of people there and then at the bottom you have all the small little property uh those winners who are just you know very they're just small thumbnails of them their head mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's something like what Bessie has been posting it's like the kind of very small little yeah. uh thumbnails of themselves and then you look around and, and i sat down and I, I i i i was thinking about it like look at this it's like 500 but only the few were the ones that people will probably see while the rest of them are probably you know uh just at the bottom and then you have a lot more who are not featured in that top 500 mm. and it made me felt that you know how many property agents are there and i was working in just one uh in in just one company at the time like there were there was a Dennis Wee at that time BWG and there were a lot more how how many agents were you calling for like how many agents were you representing as their te- telemarketer uh only only oh, two. Only two out yeah. of the few thousands in yeah. Singapore. Yeah, and then it led me to think one very important thing is how do they try to get themselves to stand up? Which till now I still didn't see a lot until I think a few years ago when I started looking at all the videos of those those viral ones where they make themselves look so bad that it became very good. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in fact, in fact, in fact, those resonated with me. Like you know, they stood out. They pretty yep. much got themselves. Yep, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, the, and then it, it made the me feel like the song. They 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 do videos so good that it will blow your mind. <laughs> uh. yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that video so, so much. Oh my god, we need to talk about that someday. Yeah. yeah. So at the end, you know, again, <laughs> out of the thousands and thousands of property agents, these are the ones that that. I re- I can really or made an impact on me over the last ten years knowing, like can you still keep me track on this industry and all. So it made me feel that why didn't any one of the other insurance agents thought about thinking out of the box? This is also something that mm. I genuinely think that someone needs to bring them to realize that first. Not to say that their approach or approaches are wrong, but if you have thousand other people doing exact same thing, what makes you think that? you will be the one getting your leads to be converted into, say, a seller or a buyer in that case. You know, on this topic, right, uh, my, 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 at this point of the conversation, mm. I have something else to bring up. Yeah. Have you heard of Black Mirror? Yeah. yeah. The it's TV a, show, right? Yeah. yeah so, show. so, Black Mirror is a, is a, is a, Series that that deals um, it's that sci-fi basically that basically talks about how the technology uh, affect us on a di- on a different level. Yes. So there is a Taiwanese version of Black Mirror. I mean, they obviously copy the format of the show lah. Mm. But there was one episode that caught Three my eye. Zi. Not exactly caught <laughs> that lah. Uh, I can't remember the, the the name of the show now. But there was one episode that is actually about this that the government that the the people have have have. Uh, voice that their, voice their concerns of receiving sales calls to the point that the government uh, has come up with a gateway system Whoa. where where you are not able to receive calls until you choose to accept in a way I mean okay let me dive deeper into it so let's say today I'm a salesperson okay mm. let's say I'm a property agent or I'm an insurance agent mm-hmm. and I want to push a new insurance Policy to Basil, who I have no idea. Yeah. Like I don't know Basil as a person, uh-huh. right? Before I could even hit call, they they set up an app 
in everyone's phones and it's all installed, it's all installed in everyone's phones. Uh, before I even hit call, I need to send him a, a link request and when he press accepts, it pulls up my entire information of who I am. It has my photo, it has my name, it has my age, it has everything you need to know about me as a salesperson. And then it even says the motive of calling because I'm an agent and I want to send you a new product. Like, like I want to share with you. Yeah. And you then have the choice to unlock your phone for that call only. And this is just in, in that world, this is the only thing that's different. But it showed so much progress. Um, uh, I mean, sure, it showed that some of the salespeople who are more aggressive are suffering. But when the government initial reported the 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 internal sales is a lot higher than other countries. Yeah, actually, we did try before. Singapore actually did try before when putting in. Do we? Yeah, but not not to the extent. But it's just a simple like you know, put your list on. If you don't want to get cold calling, oh, just put your numbers on the, the DNC list. registry, la. Yeah, DNC registry. So that's all they did. And in fact, at the end of the day, that stop all the cold callings from local. Here's the thing: DNC registry, while it exists in Singapore, it only, uh, it caters more to, to people who don't want to receive calls. Yeah. Right. So because of this, I also recently put my name in, in the DNC registry. Yeah. Uh, but what that showed it, what what they made different is inst- uh, it's not really a DNC registry, but it's more like, like, when you receive a cold call, part of the anxiety that kicks in is you don't know who you're talking to. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes this person doesn't even tell you his or her name. Yeah. yeah. Even if they do, it's like, oh hi, I'm John. But the thing is, they're fucking like, like thousands of Johns out there, <laughs> yeah. right? So. So all they did was they introduced an app that lets you even see the person's face. You, 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 you have a picture in your mind. You have a face. You, you can put a face to the voice. Mm. And you can already sort of in a way prejudge this person yeah. uh, based on his or her um, information that, yeah. that apparently that can't be faked. Mm. Uh, and you decide whether you want to receive a call from, from him or her or not. Yeah. Yeah. And it even showed, right, like, like this person... Uh, uh, how successful they are, how many awards they have won, everything in detail, you know. Wow. And then that gives the recipient a very good choice on whether you want to receive this call from this person or not. Mm. So, so that actually made the salespeople, like because of this app system in place, mm. it made more quality salespeople. Yeah. They, in that world, they actually worked harder to get more recognition, to get more awards, to get more, more, more quality in in their craft before they can even be unlocked to talk to someone on the phone. Yeah, I I def actually to be honest, right, I'm very supportive of this mindset because uh, I don't know. There's this mindset right now that people think that you know you want to make more money, you go to sales. If you cannot find any, uh, you know, you don't have any special talents, just go to sales. If you if don't you have, have no education, go to sales. Yeah, go to sales. Like it's almost like this is like almost the 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 go to job if you realize that you have nothing, and it led to a very oversaturated market to the point that you know you see every single Tom Dick and Harry they claim that they run sales, but how many really succeed? Mm. So I I find it, yeah. How many people really succeed is one thing. Okay, before I move on to the the mm. the next thing I'll talk about, I, I do want to say first, what me and SK just talked about, mm. we are not saying that, I mean, yes, we joke, but we are not saying that people who are doing sales are not educated or don't have anything else to do or no skills. We are not saying that. We're yeah, just saying just that, that, that there are people 
saturating the market. Yes. Okay. But I think more to your question is how many people really care about the people that they are selling to? Yeah. How many people really care about um are are really passionate in sales and I I I believe in selling this product because I really believe in it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, that's what I was compared to, to how many people who are doing it just to make a quick buck. Yeah. Mm. Right. I, agree. I I I'm sure you all know also like, 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 I'm sure you all have. I know personal insurance agents who truly are passionate about what they do. They truly believe in policies because they think that that is really protection for you and your family. Yes. But I also know people who join the industry because they think or they've been educated in a way that that it's a, it's the fastest way to earn money. It's the fastest way to get you that Maserati or get you that Rolex watch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something that mm. people should really think about. Like, but but of course we are veering off topic a bit, lah. Yeah, no, as in I'm pointing it out that you know, using that kind of a ability to force people to to really be passionate, those people who are willing to do it, those people mm. who are re- who are passionate about their ta- their craft, are going to be the one who, like you said, using that particular registry is able to get that app system. Tells the recipient how serious of a yeah. salesperson this yes. person is. Yes, and and yeah, and, and nine times out of ten, you get someone who is doing sales, and you know, it's not just buying; it's also the responsibility of the after sales. Exactly. So, no, how many people legitimately like if you are unless you're that passionate? Mm. I know a few insurance agents who who, who mm. are really that passionate enough that they are willing. They don't just focus on getting you to sign up for that contract. They they are going to spend their free time if you have anything happen to you to go over just to help you and to assist you all these things and i know some insurance agents who are like that so at the end of the day right you want people like them to be around of course yeah, 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 yeah. but we don't know who you know it's just one big sea of sales exactly people yeah. around and and that show introduced this this app system that lets people know that yeah and that's i feel one of the things that we are lacking now why people are so adverse to receiving cold calls because we don't know who we are talking to yes you tell me that uh, you're an award-winning agent but that's you tell me on the phone one how do i know for sure i don't even know how you look like i don't even know how old are you yeah. how experienced are you yeah uh, i don't even know if i like your face or not i mean to to put it very bluntly <laughs> right i mean honestly uh, we might be doing production, but we deal with clients all the time. Yeah, we know that working together, even partnering with someone who might be an investor in a company or is a new partner, you need to like this person first in yeah. order to yeah, even yeah. be able to work together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's Definitely right. agree. Yeah. So. So yeah. Uh, veering off topic. I mean, let's let's come back to the main topic, mm-hmm. which is the whole DNC thing. Yeah. Uh, I think for me, to 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 end off. My, my thoughts on the whole topic and, mm. and after learning about what you guys think uh, I think I learned a bit more and I am moving in a direction where I hope in the next 5 years 10 years uh, sales techniques can can evolve can change yeah. can, can give people the option of a, of a less intrusive way even something very simple design like, like oh you are you are receiving an incoming request from for example, Johnny Tan, do you prefer phone call or text or email? At least on your smartphone, you had the choice to pick or I prefer WhatsApp. Mm, yeah. Then this person knows that, okay, I can't call this person, I WhatsApp. Mm. Or email or, okay, like, I free now, call. Or, you know, mm. at least it gives people that freedom to choose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. What about you guys? What are your 
ending thoughts on this? Or if you have anything else to add on? You go first. I'm still a believer that, you know, um, any cold calling is really something that should be the last resort that anybody should look for and the priority should always be being innovative. Um, that's something that I still believe in and quite honestly speaking, a lot of this mindset needs to be cultivated. It cannot be just, you know, oh, I say it out and my words for it, but just to see the results of the people who are doing it differently and from there, learn how to generate better quality or to get quality sales as compared to quantity. Which right now, the mindset is quantity over quality. So I, I find that that is more important as a salesperson than, than anything else. Probably because I also... Probably because I'm also a market. I mean, I'm marketing trained, so I kind of use that mindset quite strongly as well as a marketing mm. person mm. in a way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think cold calling is gonna stay. It's not gonna change. Mm. Mm. But at least for uh people that you know you have already gone past that stage with, I think at least people should be more uh. Proactive about respecting boundaries, uh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like at least uh, arrange a time if you wanna if you wanna talk on the phone. Mm. You know, mm. uh, send mm. me a message before you wanna yes. call. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yes. And if it's work related, find out what my what my office hours are, mm. and don't call me after those office hours. <laughs> yeah. And if it's urgent, at least drop, drop me a text first. Yes, drop yeah, me a text yeah. first. Right. So so yeah. uh, I I have a few more ending thoughts uh, because you mentioned that. I know I started off this podcast, this episode with complaining or ranting about the client who, who kept calling me. Mm. But I also want to say that I, I, I have recently also experienced some other clients that I started to work with that when I met them in person, then, then uh, okay, so, so I met this new agent. He mm. also heard my name from somebody else and he, and he, and he called me. Yeah. And when he called me over the phone, I was in the middle of editing work. So my mind was very focused. And when he called me, it broke me out of my, my momentum. And I wasn't able to respond, uh, I would say, extremely warmly. I mean, I was polite. I was okay, la, but I wasn't like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, 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 okay, la, can, la, can. La. I wasn't able to react that way. Because yeah. after all, I'm in the comfort of my own home. Mm. Okay, uh, Then... But but they wanted to 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 know me through the phone a little bit, then uh, meet in person and what what. Then I finally met them in person, and I sold them on my personality quite well because I had time to prepare for it. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the meeting, I actually asked. So guys, what do you think of this meeting? Like, how do you think it went? Okay, I asked for feedback after the whole meeting finished, which I don't think a lot of people do now, by the way. But it's a different topic. Mm. Yeah. Um, he said so. The guy was in the meeting with, uh, with, with, with others and he said, bro, I'll be honest with you, are you not angry? Uh? When I first contact you, right, and I talked to you on the phone, uh, I feel that you're not very interested. Uh, you, you're not very interested to, to want to do business. And he was calling me to give me opportunities to work with them, to pay mm-hmm. me uh, in a way. Yeah. Then I said, oh, no, uh, sorry, uh, because I got a bit of anxiety issue and I am a bit of an introvert on my own free time. So when I receive calls out of a sudden, I... I don't know how to react sometimes, especially mm. if I'm focused doing something else. Mm. So I took my time to explain to him he understood. From from then on, he took the effort. Every time before he called me, he'll be like, Andrik, are you free? I need to ask you something. And I think it's easier to ask on the phone. He always put it in that format from then on. Mm. And I felt that that was so respectful. That's great. Yeah, that's great. That's that was great. so that's respectful. Yeah. 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 Then even now, right, 
uh, like he called me two, three days ago at 10.40 over p.m. Because she wanted to ask me, hey, Andrik, now the new restrictions thing, how? Uh, can we still move forward with our shoot? I'm supposed to have a shoot with him next week. But before he called me to ask, he texted, hey, bro, you're free to talk. I have to ask you something urgent. Mm. And I'm like, okay. I took five minutes to compose myself and like, yes, I'm free. And he called me and I reacted to him warmly. Yeah, la, yeah, la. yeah. Of yeah. course, it's, it's yeah. all about figuring out whether it's it's a business meeting, right? Yeah. Mm. Like if if it's after, uh, okay, for me, I don't really. I'm okay if people call me during working hours, but uh, if you want, I'm okay too. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you want to call me outside working hours, at least find out if I'm available first. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Respect the boundaries. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I've I've had an instance where, uh, I reach home put my food in the oven, you know, just serve the internet for a while, go and shower, come back and get my food ready to turn on the show, suddenly client call. And I don't, I didn't pick up. Mm. The motherfucker <laughs> continued calling me for the next hour. Oh my God. And it was close to midnight already or even past midnight, I can't remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That that That's not healthy. Yeah, yeah, that's not healthy. That's really not healthy. Yeah. That, yeah. That that just tells me if I am where I am now and I receive this kind of thing again, yeah. I won't even go into business with you because it tells me how little you respect me. Yeah. Yes. So the I, I just reply like after I finish my movie, what you want? Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean it's right it's right of you to say that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still reply no, I could I just waited for the next morning. I will, I will. Actually yeah. I, I, I had that before and I just confidently just Yeah, but I wanted I wanted to send a message to him. Mm. Because my movie finished close to 2 a.m. Oh, okay. What you want? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So as my, my final ending note, I want to, 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 to share something with the fellow listeners. I mean, especially if you are in sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of this whole topic, I've been talking to various people before we even decided to record this episode to make mm-hmm. it more official. Yeah. I spoke with a friend. She is currently studying law and psychology, mm-hmm. which is a very tough field, by the way. So, yeah, both so, are tough fields. Yeah, yeah. So law and psychology. Kudos to her. But because of that, uh, she was able to share um, her thoughts. And I think it's very well put. So, I, so I, I'm going to read it out, sure. out loud now. She said that in her opinion, text are actually giving people space to engage at their own time and comfort. Yes. Uh, she, she relates that perhaps not to the same degree where you get anxiety, but you would rather prefer, she would rather prefer people texting rather than calling, especially for work, as mm. paper trails retain information better and to text first before calling. Yeah, yeah. that's the legal side of her talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah. is true. Yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Which yeah. is true. I've had disputes before where... All I needed to do is to just pull up a few texts and then bam, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I am a guy who likes to call, but I'm gradually or I w- I have slowly moved towards texting a little bit more, partially because nine times out of ten, whenever I start doing any calling, um, there were bound to be something that forces me to to regret that I didn't actually have a text where there's something f- to protect myself. So yeah, mm. and then. I, I shared with her a bit more about, about what the the rookie agent said to me and she just posed a very simple question that I'm posing to to all the sales people out there who are listening to this. Mm. When you call call someone, when you spring them like a trap, what's your success rate? Yeah. If it's high, <laughs> good for you. You know, then you prove me wrong. But if it's not high, then maybe you then maybe you should think about 
uh, the way you are moving forward with your current sales techniques. Yep. Mm. I agree. Pretty much, yes. I agree. So, I mean, ultimately, when, when, when you are selling something, be it cold call or text or email, you are looking to sell something. Yeah. Correct. And if your success rate is high, that's all that matters. Right? Yeah. Right? I, I think you can't, you can't sell anything if you piss off your customer. Yeah, mm. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so, with that, uh, I don't have anything else to add on. Do you guys have? No. Okay, no, no, so with that, we're going to end off this episode right here. It's, it's like 1 hour 20 minutes already. Wow. wow that's Fast, like, right? Yeah. Oh, that's it, a long topic. It, it really flies, yeah. flew past. Uh. Yeah, 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 time really flies. Uh, so, yeah, um, if you guys have any thoughts that, that you want to share with us on this topic, uh, we welcome it. You can actually go to our YouTube page because this podcast will also be in a visual format on YouTube. You can share your comments there, but please don't. Uh, I mean, you can share your opinion, but please don't don't, don't start fights or insult anybody that yeah, yeah, shares yeah. a different opinion <laughs> yeah. from you. Yeah. Uh, and yes, we, we, we do want to hear your side of things because it sounds like the three of us are on the same side. Uh, but yeah, in the future, if we are able to bring in somebody else that, that can share a different side, we probably will because mm. I think it's fair to listen to all sides. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. so uh, without... With that said, we're going to end it off here. Mm. Uh, we, you can find our podcast on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Uh, we also do visual reactions to Loki and Ultraman Trigger. Loki is already done. I don't think it's fully uploaded no, it's yet by the time you're hearing this. Uh, yeah, so do catch us on all these platforms and we, um, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye.